All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Welcome to the Sovereign Mind, Body, and Soul podcast with Coach Jerry. I am your host, Coach Jerry. Now, for those of you who haven't seen any of our podcasts before, uh, just to refresh you, it is my mission in life to be a resource for you to reclaim your personal sovereignty through a high level of awareness of our internal and external environments and experience what it's like to become fully integrated, happy, healthy, and whole in mind, body, and soul. Now, today I am being joined by one of my best people, favorite people in the world, Inching Lee. Inching is a uh, colleague of mine. He's also a dear friend of mine. He's a holistic wellness coach in New York City, and his mission is to help clients heal in the most efficient and empowering way possible. Now, today we're going to be talking about a lot of things related to health and personal sovereignty, but the main theme of today is awareness. Now, awareness has become a hot button topic, and it's been uh, talked about at length uh, in the in the healing and self-development world. And Inching and I are going to kind of chop it up in a little more nuanced form today. And we want to get down to uh, explaining how people may or may not be using their awareness properly or in a, in a way that, that is optimal for their development. And are you, using, are you using your level of awareness and take actionable items to make your dream path possible? Or are you doing other things with your level of awareness? So we'll get into that a little bit more. But Inching, welcome. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you for having me on. This is exciting. It's an honor. It's an honor. Um, now, I know you well. I know you well. We've, we've been um, studying together and, and ideating on business and, and clients for several years now. But for the audience at home, who is Inching and, and how did you get from, from where you were at to where you're at now and, and delivering holistic health and wellness to your, your very fortunate clientele? Thank you for your question. I'll try to keep it short. We'll see how that goes. Um, um, so I grew up in China um, and I moved to the U.S. when I was nine. And I grew up from there. I grew up in Florida uh, and I joined the Navy when I was 19 for seven years. And I just uh, yeah, seven years and then I got out and now I'm in uh, New York City um, for about four years now. Uh, that's, you know, that's just like the timeline where I went, uh, been through and 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 how I how I got into holistic health, I think, I mean, I, what I remember is I, I got into fitness because I got, uh, when I was ninth grade, in ninth grade when I was very, uh, and because of my uh, low self-esteem and low confidence, you know, I think that's what really attracted me to working out, you know, building muscle is really to try to feel more confident within myself and just keep chasing muscle. Uh, and, and yeah, and I did that for, even when I was in the Navy for, you know, uh, from ninth grade to up until four, uh, five years ago. And what I noticed, one thing is that I never realized I didn't know what confidence is, right? Never asked myself, what is confidence? Um, so, I, so essentially I've been searching for how to feel confident without knowing what confidence is. And I, I've done bodybuilding. I did a bodybuilding show, which I won like, you know, the one of a uh, couple levels, but it, and it was challenging and I did it, you know, but at the end of the day, it was not what I was looking for because I didn't feel confident at all. It was more emptiness than confidence that I felt. Uh, and, and, and fast track, uh, you, know, well, you know, who inspired me to really go, go down this holistic health path is really Paul Cech. I know absolutely listening to his podcast on Mind Pump. Uh, he really inspired me to really, you know, dive into myself, uh, know, learn what I, you know, just learn more about myself. You know what? I, what is life? What is, 
what is love you know what is god like what is the truth so I've really been searching for the truth ever since and 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 now i can say i'm here i'm here uh, at, a, at a place and a time in my life where i'm really uh comfortable i'm very uh and i say a certain degree of confidence um uh confidence and you know just in myself more than anything um yeah I'm, I, uh, I have a wellness studio here um, that I've been working on for two years. And that's been a, a really fun journey in exploring my uh, my strength and my weaknesses, like how, you know, how well I can manage my, it's really, at the end of the day, it was about self-management. So, so how I, yeah, so that's, yeah, keeping it pretty short. Um, and as I learn uh, through my journeys and, the topic of self-awareness is uh, first my first interaction with you know with myself holistically after hearing you know Paul Jack talking about trauma is my first thought is I have no trauma I don't have enough trauma that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was like five years ago and now as I learn more about myself and I become more self-aware of myself I've realized I have a lot of trauma uh, a yeah. shit ton of trauma and that's a, said uh, trauma is not a bad thing I think it's a beautiful thing I think, you know, our soul come, chose to come into this world uh, knowing the trauma will accumulate and knowing that we have the gift and the courage and the strength to overcome, learn from them in order we can, so we can, you know, help other people as well. So that's uh, where I'm at. I'm still, you know, learning, searching, experiencing life, uh, you know, to the fullest, the best as I can every day. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's that's a great story, man. Thank you. And trauma. Um, you know, any pain really, right? When maybe that's that's the next thing we should dig into. Uh, but any pain heightens awareness, right? And uh, and without trauma and without pain and without those those perceived mm. obstructions in our journey, like we have no chisel for our granite, right? We have mm -hmm. nothing we can use to chip away the rough edges and, and get down to the essential nature of who we truly are. And um, you and I have discussed at length uh, pain trauma healing mm. and the cause of that but what i heard you talk about was was a level of awareness that you thought you had but you were maybe um not as in touch with it as you obviously are now mm. so what what switch flipped for you and from going i have no trauma to oh i have a lot of trauma that i didn't realize what brought that up for you and how did you become aware of that and get in touch with that Mm, thank you for that question. That's a beautiful question. Um, what comes to me is uh, just being very curious, right? I think uh, in my mind, I've always, you know, and making sure that I'm not bullshitting myself, uh, you know, like say I don't have enough trauma and believe that. Um, and just being, uh, staying curious and open to what shows up. Um, like, so over the years, you know, uh, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts. That's my favorite way to consume content. But I also listen to audiobooks, and then as I, uh, you know, um, listen to these uh, books, and I learn as I learn more about other people's story or you know, all these self development, self enriching books, uh, I start to learn bits and pieces of myself that I may not be aware of before. So really, I think uh, you know, uh, good information, having good information, and and stay, staying curious is, I think that that switch, you know, just really curious about like, you know, what is my potential? Maybe that's like the, 
the background question that's always within me that's pulling me forward and in, into learning into these uncomfortable situations and exploring uh, these, you know, uncomfortable feelings within me. Yeah. And was there was there a pivotal moment inching that you can remember where you realized like, oh, the world, my inner world that I thought was my inner world is maybe different or has a different signal than I was tuned into before. Hmm. That's, something that, that's a great question. I think uh, that moment was when I, when I, okay, I think what's came to me is um, right before I got out of the Navy, uh, I went to like a party uh, with, you know, uh, coworkers and then, you know, something came up and, and uh, one of my uh, coworkers asked me, you know, are you, are you going to regret, you know, leaving the Navy mm. and right away it was a huge no I was like no I was like, I was and I've never felt so confident in saying no saying answer up till that moment so something within myself or when he asked that question really stood up yeah so I think that may be the moment where I really started to become curious on like huh what's happening you know um because up until then, I, you know, I was finding my work in the Navy quite meaningless, you know, like for, my, for me, at least. And yeah, um, and yeah, so that question, you know, am I going to regret, regret leaving the Navy? And no, and it's still a no. Like, I'm really yeah. happy I did. And, and uh, you know, if I didn't leave, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I am yeah, excited, you know, I'm happy where I'm at today, you know, where I've, yeah. been, where I've become. So yeah. far, um, did you did you ever experience overwhelm when being in touch with these aspects of yourself that were previously under wraps mm -hmm. started to unwrap themselves, unpackage themselves, and start to manifest within you? Did you? What was the feeling like when this started coming up? Thank you. Um, so, I think one notion people. This, this is my own perspective. One notion people says like we always should be changing for the better. Uh, like I don't think that's really possible. I think it's uh, the graph is never linear. It's always up, down, up, down, up, mm -hmm. down. Because as I aware as I am, I am uh, you know, there's still more work to do. There are days where I'm stressed and it's it's a bad day, you know, and it's okay to have a bad day and and allow myself to, you know, so an example is, um, I think like eight months ago, like in my studio, like water started to come up, come down from the, uh, from the, uh, from the ceiling. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck it, I'm getting a cookie. And, <laughs> and, and at, at that time, I'm super aware that, you know, uh, you know, sugar will uh, act, you know, uh, activate my fungal parasite within me, which uh, causes itchy skin on my calves and my feet area. And, but I was like, fuck it, you know, uh, so it's not linear. And, and I, the, the key really is to, uh, for me is to make a conscious choice. That's all, you know, and, if I, you know, and I made a conscious choice to enjoy that cookie and it was great. And then my, my footage is, I was like, I accept this consequence. Right. You know? And, right. and, and uh, yeah, so that, that's for me is, is really beautiful. Um, it's just being, you know, so first is to, you know, because I, you know, I actually never realized, but I, I do deal with a lot of depression, you know, 
but as you know as my personality i tend to push that in the corner and suppress as much as i can um so when all these emotion does open up for me like it can become very chaotic um mm -hmm. very unsettling uh very scary um if i don't become present with myself if i'm not with myself it my my automatic response is to shove it into a box a closet and don't feel it don't look at it and then distract myself you know using games social media or other things everything to not feel um mm -hmm. yeah but that's um but by doing that for so long you know what i realize is that i live life you know whereas where i see other people they live life uh in that zero to 100 emotionally like you know they're, they're able to and truly enjoy themselves and i see myself living in life from the 40 to 60 percent range that's that's how mm -hmm. much you know my so my my world is very you know if it's a movie it's very there's maybe you know there's only like two two colors instead of the whole spectrum yeah. of colors uh you know right. two, two tones instead of the whole spectrum of tones so i've been limiting myself to the full experience of what life has to offer and that's that is why i'm on this journey is to really you know to see how much color i can experience my world how much you know tone different tones different you know colors you know i can uh, truly feel and with my body and my soul oh yeah that's powerful um when, when i hear that you know the first thing that comes up is that it's almost like it's almost like inching is experiencing the a new level of awareness and it's almost like i i, I sense it's like childlike um curiosity with what is unfolding for you um what was your experience with with that relationship of that that strategy of like you said packing things away and just kind of putting it in a corner uh what are your what are your thoughts about that strategy now is that something you've integrated into your life or is that something that you've kind of just phased out what's your relationship with that now mm, um so what it feels like when i pack that away uh, my feelings away it almost feels like you're playing a game uh, uh, as a third person you know like you you can uh, see your own characters you can move your own characters but you're not in the character okay yeah 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 that's actually what it feels like when i packed uh, my feelings away now that if i have to describe it so now i'm really trying to be in the game of life and 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 you know experience the pain you know yeah. of my mother passing away when i was 12 and experience yeah. the joy of you know helping my clients heal you know to the degree i you know i grief and be sad about my mother passing away that is the degree i can appreciate life what life has offered me and yeah. i'm still doing working through it um yeah so i lost your question but uh, i feel like i answered to an extent you did well yeah you did well yeah yeah thank you um yeah and that's you brought up a very important dynamic that is i think in my opinion very important as far as we start talking about how we're using our awareness for our growth and uh you know to the degree that you were experiencing one thing you know the opposite but equal equal um value uh lies in the opportunity right there's an opportunity in the opposite that is of equal value so if if we were to uh, uh let's say detachment we'll use that word detachment is a strategy and every time that i 
that I detach from something, it's like taking a shovel full of dirt out of the soil and we're just putting that, that dirt over there. But the hole that we've created through removing the dirt represents our opportunity to go in there and, and, and uncover something or discover something. Right. Mm. Is that kind of what you were, what you were getting at with that? Interesting. Uh, you use the word detachment. Um, and what came to me was the uh, freedom of attaching and detaching. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think as uh, what I see in my clients and myself sometimes is that subconsciously, usually is subconscious, meaning, uh, meaning I have no control or my client has zero control or awareness that it is happening. And that, you know, before the, I would say before the age of 25, I was subconsciously not aware that I was shoving all my emotions aside, mm. all, especially my negative emotions. Um, so now where I'm at is that not that I have less negative emotions, I have the same amount. It's just actually I have more uh, freedom to choose when to experience these emotions and when not to experience these emotions, you know, to a certain degree. Yeah. Oh, that's powerful. And, and, you know, I don't know about you, but the first word that popped in my head there was integration, right? Integration, individuation, and, and what Enching just described was how to use your level of awareness when you know yourself, you know your tendencies and what is best serving you in your life. And like Enching said, we can't always detach and we can't always attach. And we generally lie on the spectrum one way or the other of over or under expressing either one of those. But to the the degree that you can you can utilize those situationally for what it is that the situation needs and what ultimately you need to stay on your path, that's when the superpower comes. That it's one level, it's one thing to be aware of what your strategy is or what your mm -hmm. tendencies are or what's no longer serving you. But it's a whole nother thing of knowing how to integrate that into you and be able to make that part of your your um, alignment path. And um, you know, we all have we all have our personality traits, we all have our our uh, strategies for remaining integrated, healthy, or safe. And ironically, the things generally that get us in the most trouble are actually our superpower, right? For me, anger, uh, frustration, impatience, those are all some of my shadows that, that have gotten me historically into hot water when I didn't even know I was like, I didn't even know I was in water, but then all of a sudden I'm in hot water. <laughs> But being able to integrate that, you realize, oh, this is my superpower. Like when good things happen in, in life is when I utilize the appropriate level or the appropriate dose of this. Mm. Um, and that's what I that's what I've witnessed in you as well. And Ching, you know, is is your ability to do that. And it's powerful. Um, and so taking what taking what you've what you've gone through and what you've developed and cultivated within yourself and the level of awareness and action that you've been able to cultivate and integrate into your life. What, what is, what is something that you can consistently and efficiently deliver to your clients along those lines of awareness? Uh, so, if I understand your qu uh, question correctly, is um, like what do I do in my practice that's empowering my clients to have be more self-aware? Thank you. Uh, I think the, what came to me is actually before awareness. Is I like uh, I, I wonder like why, why awareness? Why should we be aware? Like a lot of people maybe maybe uh, people don't ask. I ask that question. Uh, why? Like I think a reason for me why self awareness is so important because just self awareness alone can just cause depression and anxiety. <laughs> if you have depression and anxiety and you're more self aware, you just get more depression and anxiety. So then yeah. that may actually push, 
you know, I could see how that could push people away from being self-aware. Like, be, you know, j just let's be less self-aware, you know. And I think as we become stressed, most people will be detaching from that self-awareness and just go move into distraction mode, being feeling distracted. And and what the word that came to me is meaning. Like, uh, what is the meaning? Like, why? You know, it was, so for me, self-awareness is, is meaningful because it allows me to understand who I am, mm -hmm. um, you know, and understand why I'm here, understand why I experience these emotions, understand why I feel empty sometimes inside, understand why I feel alone, and why I understand why I'm depressed, understand why I'm stressed. Self-awareness is really... Is, is the eyes that's looking through, you know, you know, my body to, to, to see life, to be able to see life, to be aware of life. Because yes. with, without awareness, we're just, we're just, we're just robots in a sense, you know. Mm -hmm. And robots has you know no feelings, no consciousness. So I believe that. So that's, you know, why self awareness is important to me. And as of what I do in my practice to cultivate awareness in my clients, I think uh, really a uh, uh, big one is for me is to listen, simply listening to what they're sharing. Um, because uh, most of the time, if not all the time, is, is in, it is so powerful, at least for me, because I, I work with a few coaches, to simply just be, uh, talk to someone, simply to be listen. That's there's, uh, their goal is simply to be listening to, to you, yeah. right? There's no objective, not, not not trying to fix anybody, but simply to be listened to. Yeah, you know. So, so and I've experienced that the, the feeling of uh, who I am being listened to, and that has such a healing effect on me. Uh, such a, you know, to, to, in, because in our society we're we're so focused on what we do, right? You know, what's your job? You know. Like, what can you achieve? You know, what can you accomplish? Like, how much money can you make? What do you have versus who we are as human beings? Mm. Who mm. we are, you know, you know, we don't put enough. Uh, and that's who's experiencing life. You know, yeah. it's who we are, not, you know, and then when we die, we can't take any of those with us. So it's at the end of life is really who we become. And I yeah. think really, yeah. Um, yeah. Who, uh, so yeah, first is really listening to my clients and, and really um, have their agenda in mind and and movement movement is a huge part of our awareness and because movement is grounded in our five senses we can touch we can feel yeah. we can smell uh we can sense like so movement is a very good way to start to cultivate awareness simply by yeah. moving your body i don't you know it doesn't matter what kind of movement you could be crawling yeah. you could be walking you know wh whatever you can sense into that's a great place to cultivate awareness because sometimes emotionals like uh, it, it, it's, it's taking me a, a long time to feel my anger because it's because it's so suppressed so so that's much difficult i would say for a lot of people but starting with the physical aspect of oh no how does my shoulder feel like you know how does my hip feel like oh it feels kind of tight that's awareness uh sorry building from the physical um space and then move into the mental space oh what is i what is no what thoughts coming in and then move into the emotional space uh, yeah yeah and and um what thoughts and emotions are moving in and out right and it's like we know like one of the best programs for anybody when they're starting out is a, a walking and a stretching program 
right? Why? Because the walking gets them thinking and the stretching gets them feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they can tune in, <laughs> they can tune in and um, which generally, <clears throat> I see this quite often in Ching, I'd love to hear your take on it too, but a lot of times, uh, a lot of times people, they lack that awareness um, and attunement to the body, mind, soul complex. But I also see like next level, once they start becoming aware of it, there oftentimes is this resistance and this realization that, man, there's a big part of me that doesn't want to feel. There's a big part of me that doesn't want to go there. And then that's where the real work happens. That's where the real healing takes place. And there seems to be like this like layer of crust where it's like, you know, the top, the top soil is like, oh, this is fun. I like walking. I like stretching. I like talking. This is neat. And then you get down to, okay, so why, why do you think that's, that's kind of been the strategy as you come through? Is there anything in that crust that we don't want to look at? And then that's, you know, a little more, little more, you got to change the bit and get, get through that layer. But then on the other side of that is this liberating feeling, this, this self-empowerment and, um, and, and getting down to what it is that has been resisted in the past and what that means to you. Right. Based on who you are, what what your core motivations are, um, what that is to you is different for everybody. But there is this, in my opinion, this uh, mixed messaging that's going on in the medical field, the fitness industry, even like the spiritual world, in my opinion, like is missing is missing a whole bunch of either the top layer or the bottom layer. But that that level of understanding that look, it's one thing to go into a meditation or into um, some shadow work and to find this realization, but it's another thing to figure out why you've adopted and employed that strategy. And when people do come across that and stumble across that, it's been my experience that quantum leaps in growth and development and understanding have occurred. Just curious, I know that's a, that's, that's a really long segue, but to, to sum it up, what has been your experience with your clients and what they've typically resisted and where they've seen um, things open up for them once they come to terms with, with what that means to them and, and what to do about it. Mm, thank you for that question. Uh, well, wow, that's a very deep question. Uh, I say, so I, th- um, so if I understand uh, my take on your question is what makes them shift? Like, what's that one moment that completely changes their perspective on life? Um, and that just opened their eyes up, opened their their heart wide, you know, just uh, and that, you know, and realize that life has so much more to offer, you know, that there's meaning. Um, it, yeah, 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 exactly. And what, the, and, and, and a second part of that is what they've been resisting. And what they, okay, and what they've been yeah, resisting. Yeah, what they realize when they Okay. okay. Um, so, so in, in a sense, I think this, there's this one quote, right? Uh, the, the cave we fear most usually holds the treasure we've been seeking, right? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so I think, uh, so with my client, that's, uh, it's, it's been a gradual, uh, a first um, thing comes to mind is really like, what, where are they? Uh, I'm respecting where they're at uh, mentally, emotionally, and physically of what they're ready to receive in their life and a lot i'm in new york city so a lot revolves around movement but once uh clients uh gone through the phase of movement 
and they're ready to explore the mental emotional realms uh, be it dip, uh, deeper um, that, um, it really um, I think the way I would put it is that it's when it's when they get sick and tired of being sick and tired mm. is when that switch kick on mm. would you say that that's a point where they're open to see their own role in what they've created yeah it's when yeah when everything's falling you know falling apart they try a lot of things and nothing's working and you know you know yeah when and that yeah that moment of that's despair you know that nightmare coming like that's when people like that's what when i see the most change happen yeah, yeah. or usually that's when they come to me and yeah. when, when that moment hits them you know what, what, go ahead when that like you know i had a 48 year old client that she came to me after uh she already had like six surgeries and her surgeon uh you know the way she described to me is that her surgeon walked into the room and looked at the you know x-ray and then said you need uh double hip replacement surgery and walked out of the room the surgeon didn't even look at her in the eye mm. and then so yeah. with that for that her you know seems like it's that that moment where she was like there has to be something else i can do right yeah she's you know she's tried a lot of things it's not her fault that's the craziest thing is that our medical system has been created in order to make a lot of money you know um yeah. and yeah. It's, it's, our, it's not you know empowering you know people it's it's not giving them the tools it's really just putting band-aids on everything so she found me after yeah and then you know uh, and and for her life uh, she uh, and with and within a month after she w worked with me her chronic hip pain went away yeah and it hasn't yeah. come back and it's been eight months yeah so, Following her soul, yeah. So, that, yeah, I think that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so what I hear there is is somebody who, who despite all the indoctrination, all the programming, um, you know, the when you get sick, take this pill or go see a doctor, and she did that, and something in her soul is like, no, this isn't right. This isn't right. And that's that's the start of using awareness and attunement, right, to get ourselves to a state of personal sovereignty through personal accountability, right? And personal opportunity. Mm -hmm. Personal opportunity is a huge thing. And and I think um, pain is a great is a great uh, uh, indicator of how well we honor what we know to be true in our life, right? We mm -hmm. all know we're important. We all know we're important to somebody. Our health is important to us. Feeling good is important to us. But so often we neglect that in the realm of taking care of others. And I don't know about you, but I see a lot of people that get in this state and they are attached to the idea that people need them, mm. right? They need them for this, they need them for that. And it's costing them their health, which ironically down the road, those people that need you are going to end up taking care of you. And so just curious what your take is on, on that is, is, far as people that adopt that strategy in their life, in their internal, external world, where it's about taking care of everyone or everything else before looking at what they need as individuals. What, mm -hmm. what is it you see out there, Yi Tenchi? Thank you. Well, from a personal experience, uh, you know, growing up in a culture, Chinese culture, it's all about, you know, helping out the family, you know, um, 
it's about taking care of other people. Growing up in you know Chinese culture and also as a Christian, I've really learned that you know it's, it's really about sacrifice yourself and help other people. And the more I did it, the more uh, empty I felt, the more resentment I felt. Oh, I didn't even feel resentment back then, but it's, it was accumulating. I just yeah. wasn't aver- aware of it. So yeah. a lot more. Uh, uh, so the more, you know, because I was taking care of other people in regard to my own self, which is, you know, you know, so I was basically, you know, the way I would put it is I was paying attention to everybody else except who I am. Myself. Yeah. And attention, if we look at it, you know, from a kid's perspective, attention is love. Right. What do all kids want? They want attention because for them, they interpret that as love. And so so th- so that for me, the more attention I gave to other people, the less I t- attention I got from myself, which leads to feeling alone, empty and depressed. Yeah. And it got, you know, and then it just got to a point where, you know, so much resentment comes, I, I get I distract myself from, you know, life. And then yeah. it just and it got to a point, you know, uh, and the, the reason I trained is it, just, it becomes so painful, right? So pain, you know, quickens conscious and it help us make us aware that something is not in balance something's out of balance yeah. and for me uh the, the one of the biggest challenge uh lesson i had to learn opening the business is how to make sure i take care of myself first mm-hmm. because yeah, yeah. what i realized you know getting close to burnout you know a few times since i've opened my business like, like i can only because my dream is to you know, help, you know, as many people as possible to refine, you know, you know, find alignment within their health, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, I needed to be healthy myself. Mm. So having a dream, you know, that really inspires me, uh, really, you know, really, really help. I mean, it took a, a while to really figure that out. But what I learned is I do want to help people. And I think a lot of us, of us, are through as well wanting to help others in a certain way so and i tell my clients is that you know hey uh you know like what happens you know if you keep taking care of other people instead of taking yourself you know the answer is always you know i'll get sick i'll burn out i'll become a liability so so the concept of you know self you know and self first versus selfish is you know what i adopt is i say i want to be as selfish as possible because my intention is to give what I built built within me to you know to make this world a better place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we cannot pour from an empty cup. Mm. And um, to touch up on one of the earlier points you made, that's obviously something that that's that's kind of a theme out there, and that's take care of everyone else first. And I uh, I'm thinking the underlying system there is that if everybody's doing that, then everybody will be taken care of, right? This transactional love. I give you some, you give me some, right? I give five people some, and I get five coming back at me. Um, but what's really lost in that logic is the fact that if you've got broken people transacting love all over the place, how much of it is really genuine? Mm. And do we know where that love's coming from and what it's for? Right. And then it's real easy to, it's real easy to uh, take a look at a perspective like that and call it, like you said, selfish or self-centered, but that's not it at all. It's actually quite the opposite because doing what we do, as you know, We've got to have a full cup to pour and pour and pour and pour and pour and pour. And And we've got to be very conscious that as we are pouring from our cup, we're not 
allowing our cup to get drained in, in this one particular call or session. And um, I guess my big point on that is what good would we be if we've transacted all of our self-love and our self-care? And then here we got somebody relying on us to help them through a sticky situation and we got nothing to give to our tribe, to the world or to anyone else. Um, and uh, it's, it's become quite apparent that this has been the strategy. And so when we get to that point, it, it's been my experience and observation that when people do get to that point, they begin to lash out because they sense their misery, but because they've never really given to themselves or taken from themselves because we need to give to ourselves and if we're given to ourselves, we're taken from ourselves um, to cultivate this, this flow. But they tend to lash out at other people and blame other people for their, their state of, of discontent. And that's created quite a mess in this world, in my opinion. Just curious if you have any observations on, on what you see in the world around you, and not just the people that come in your office, but the people that don't come in your office, the people that are trying to figure it out on their own. What is it that you see going on with people's lack of self-awareness and lack of self-care in the world, in society, social, political, whatever you want to throw in there. But just curious what your take is. Thank you. Uh, I think what I see a lot is people who aren't self-aware is, is waiting. Is waiting for something to spark the fire within them. I think... I think, like for me, it was you know hearing Paul check on a podcast. That's what sparked and lit my fire and my curiosity. I think, you know, I think self awareness has been like it hasn't been presented. Like the opportunity of self awareness hasn't been presented due to it's you know it's profitable for the medical you know system to keep people you know uh, not being self aware and just you know keep getting sick and sicker and sicker, right? Yeah. So I think a lot of, you know, what I see a lot of people is that their soul is yearning for someone to come by with the right message, with the right question to help, you know, to guide them. Um, mm. Yeah. You know, that's part of it. And then, and I think it's just because this, this trap that we're in, this matrix that a lot of people are in is, is designed that way. Yeah. It's really designed to to cultivate as little self awareness as possible. You know, yeah. from the you know water we drink, from the food uh, we eat, like all these are inducing a hypnosis effect yeah. in our body until you know, yeah, until we really uh, one day come across something that makes sense, that spark yeah. you know the, the something within us that make us question, you know, you know who we are. Yeah, while we're here. Yes, absolutely. And um, what you just, you know, what you just touched up on is like the sorcery that's out there. Like you said, the matrix that, that people live in, like the, you know, we're guided by fake shit, right? It's like the media we get our news from, it's shit, it's fake. You know, the, the entertainment industry, it's all fake. It's all appealing to our, our desire to consume, our desire to be something, something or someone that we're not. And we're chasing somebody who doesn't know who they are, which is why they've sold their soul to the devil and they're dancing around naked on stage. Right. And nothing against people's career choices, whatever you decide to do or whatever that's on you. Um, but yeah, it, it really is this, this um, almost like a prison, right. Where it's like, we think we're free, but are we, 
you know, we have to participate on in some way, shape or form. Um, for most of us, there are ways that people can do PCAs and things like that and, and, and get real, real individual sovereignty. But for the majority of people, they're living in this this matrix that's been created to basically imprison and enslave them, right? Their thoughts, their emotions. Mm -hmm. And uh, like you said, people that think for themselves and are truly sovereign and independent and and take care of themselves, they ask a lot of questions and they they see things a little bit differently than the rest of the people. So mm -hmm. um, I think it's it's creating a real disintegrated state in society. And I, I believe that the good news is that that uh, a lot of people are becoming more and more aware of this dynamic. And, uh -huh. uh, and I, I see it as a very positive thing. And um, just curious on that note, have you seen a different type of clientele pouring into your clinic in the last year or so, or is it, is it pretty much matching, matching what you, what you started with? Uh, um, so for me, it's, I think the theme has been people knowing that the Western medicine doesn't work and the holistic approach just sounds right. They don't even know what it is, but it just, it sounds more true. It sounds that it makes sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And cause, and, and going back to awareness is that just being aware, you know, what makes sense, right. Just having, you know, being able to think through something that makes sense, you know, like, if you, you know, if you can sleep well, eat well, breathe well, hydrate well, move well, and think well, like how much problem can you really have physically, you know? Yeah, and yeah. You know, not, not too much. Um, so and I think these people that's, you know, that's in your, you know, I'm in New York City and I see is that, you know, in a sense, part of them are asleep and part of them is very much suffering, you know, suffering mm -hmm. from, you know, the need to wear this, this mask. There's a lot of mask wearing in New York City, like people put on a mask and never take it down. And then soon yeah. they, they, they identify with this much. So mass, I don't so much that the moment someone, uh, you know, let's say, uh, attack the mask, their identity, they, they don't know where else to find comfort to peace, mm -hmm. except yeah. with the, that mask. So very fragile, uh, a lot of, you know, yeah, and I, but I think a lot of people now are waking up and really waiting, just waiting for the right message, waiting, waiting for the right leader, you know, in a sense, because it, yeah. it is a different, you know. So that's where you come in, Jerry, being, you know, sharing this, you know, with the world. So appreciate you know you doing this. Yeah, it's uh, I I I, um, I concur with your message. I'm seeing the same thing, but a bunch of people that might not know even what we do, like what is it you do, you know, um, and. Uh, and and once you once you share a little bit with them and it just they don't doubt it right because truth resonates truth resonates it's mm -hmm. like yeah we can deal with back pain and neck pain and shoulder pain and hip pain and emotional pain and and obesity and skin issues and all that why because it's all sourced from the same the same thing which is that lack of awareness that lack of self-care that lack of understanding how the best me impacts my tribe and the better my tribe, the more impact I can make on the world. And that's all tied into my values and my vision. And there's a way to stay in alignment with that. You start putting these pieces together with people and it just makes sense for them. You don't have to tell them twice. Absolutely. Them. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just been waiting. They have the pieces. They just been waiting for someone to put them together. Yep. And show them yeah. the whole picture. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, brother, I think we're about we're about on our time here. Um, I certainly appreciate you carving time out of your busy schedule to share this with uh, with our audience. Now, I'm sure there's some people that are really, really keen on what you've been talking about, and I'm sure they're going to want to get a hold of you and see if they can work with you in some way, shape or form. How do people get a hold of you, Inching, if they want to hear more about your message? Absolutely. Uh, so people can find me on uh, wellnesswithinstudio.com uh, and just uh, send, a, send me an email. Um, that would be the best way to uh, reach out to me. Um, yeah, Instagram at, yeah, Instagram at wellnesswithli, uh, L-I. Uh, that's another place. I'm on there as well. So awesome. thank you. Mm -hmm. Awesome. All right, guys. I appreciate everybody for tuning in, and, and I hope you uh, found something in this message that you can take with you and cultivate your own awareness and, and take actionable steps towards your own growth path. And uh, if you've listened to me at all or, or followed me for any length of time, my philosophy is that you were built to heal yourself. You were built to uh, intuit your way out of states of sadness, anxiety, anger. And those, those tools are all within you, but sometimes we need a guide. Sometimes we need a guide. And if you're looking for a guide, people that have been through it, Inching or I both have quite a story that we could that we uh, utilize every single day to help our clients out of out of their situations, help guide them to uh, the, the peak of the mountain. And if you're interested in more guidance, reach out to Inching. You can reach out to me, Jerry, at biohackingtruth.com. I'll put uh, both links in the show notes. But uh, I just thank you, Inching. Thank you so much for taking the time and uh, much love to you, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you for this opportunity. All right. Take care. Take care.